Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. A Voice of St. Louis original podcast. The old adage of like, well, you know, make sure you know somebody before you share it. A lot of times these children, uh, teens especially, they think they know somebody on the other end. If we hope to survive in this digital age, we have to think critically about the messages we consume. Someone created those messages for a reason. Let's find out why. Sometimes we just have to ask, what the media? I'm Megan Lynch, virtual consumer editor at KMOX Radio. I'm joined by Julie Smith, author of Master the Media, How Teaching Media Literacy Can Save Our Plugged-In World. In this episode, a new tool to help young victims of online exploitation get some control back of sensitive and explicit images. It could be a photo you took, a photo someone else took, it could be a video, uh, it could be a selfie, it could be, it could be uh, an AI generated uh, image that has your face. We talk with Gavin Portnoy of the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children about the launch of Take It Down. The uptick of online enticement and uh, just seeing kids share imagery online, it, it really is is a growing problem. Uh, we saw it increase exponentially over the pandemic, of course. You know, kids were given devices. Often, this is how you're going to school now. Uh, you know, in, in many cases, mom and dad aren't right there with them. Um, so we definitely saw an uptick then. But we've been tracking this since basically 2015. So since, uh, you know, cell phones have become easier to get your hands on, tablets, you know, just devices in general. Uh, we've seen a major uptick since 2015 alone. We've seen uh, over 266,000 um, reports of online enticement coming into the National Center. So if you look at that statistic against what we're seeing just with uh, overall reports to our cyber tip line, uh, which is the nation's um, central reporting mechanism for uh, reported child sexual abuse material, um, you know, we're, we're just seeing an absolute hockey stick. Uh, in in the growth of this problem. So, you know, we can't speak to the issue itself, but we can speak to what we're seeing come into NECMEC cyber tip line. What are some of the types of things that are exposing kids on the internet and social media? It's interesting. Most kids are actually the ones that are um, exposing themselves in in these cases. So that, you know, really was a drive for creating Take It Down. It is self-produced content. So uh, somebody taking a picture, often at the request of of another child in some cases, oftentimes also a perpetrator on the other end of it, uh, they're simply being asked to produce content and then they're sharing it with someone on the other end. You know, uh, there have been a couple of studies that have been done that um, a lot of kids, you know, their friends, they have never actually met in real life. 
it's been a completely online relationship that they've had with these people. So, uh, you know, the old adage of like, well, you know, make sure you know somebody before you share it. A lot of times these children, uh, teens especially, they think they know somebody on the other end. And, you know, in many cases, what we're seeing in cases of online enticement is it's actually not that case. So we're seeing examples where uh, somebody could entice a child and it takes, you know, weeks, months, years, in some cases for them to build up a relationship with the child before they're asking for the solicit imagery. But we're also seeing cases where it happens in a matter of minutes, um, the child's being being extorted or sextorted as, as we call it here at the National Center. Um, in that case, it's mostly targeting boys. They're uh, getting they're getting a friend request or a message from a what appears to be to them a very attractive female, and they just start sharing uh, imagery. And before you know it, they're either asking for more imagery or they're asking for money. And you know, a lot of kids are taking dire steps as a result of that. They're um, you know, we even see some cases where kids are committing suicide because they don't know how to deal with the situation. And that again not to bring it back to take it down, but that really was a driving force for us to create this. You know, Gavin, um, in the work that I do with high schoolers, we talk a lot about the um, the drive and desire that kids have for affirmation online, and in many cases, affirmation from strangers. What role does that play in a child's decision to send something inappropriate? You know, um, what we're going to talk about more here is going to be about the data and what we're able to discern from it. Um, you know, we definitely see there being a sense of, of, A, I want to please somebody on the other end of this conversation. Um, a lot of times in many of these cases, we're seeing it's even like a Romeo Juliet situation. So I'm going to share this picture with somebody who I have a romantic relationship with and, you know, we're, we're great. But, you know, we know high school romances go, right? Uh, a couple weeks later, you're not so you're not so good a friend. And, you know, we're seeing cases where that imagery is leaking. We're also seeing cases where, um, you know, children are just feeling, again, that they want to please this person on the other end, especially if it's it could turn out to be romantic. We're seeing a bit of that. But I definitely would want to defer to uh, specialists that work with child behavior so on and so forth. Um, a lot of what I can read into is anecdotal based on what we're seeing in cyber tip line reports. Um, so I hope that helps answer your question no, a bit there. No, it totally does. And usually um, what I've discovered with a lot of high schoolers is that they, they've been told, right, to not do this. And they've been told that the pictures are out there forever, but it doesn't seem like they really, it really sinks in until they get burned themselves. It, it, exactly. I think, you know, the reality is a lot of, it, it's just another thing for these kids, right? That they're, it's just another part of their experience of being on these apps, another part of their experience of their digital life. And, you know, the whole don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Eventually, you know, you don't cut through. Um, you know, one of the big things we do here at the center is we don't, we don't try to dissuade people from using technology. We try to encourage putting good guardrails uh, around the usage of technology and, and teaching kids how to be good digital stewards. Because, I mean, they're really, we're at a point now where kindergartners are getting computers in some schools, right? Where it's important that, you know, trusted adults, adults in lives have these conversations with kids and regular conversations with kids. That's the other thing that we're seeing in many of these cases. People are like, oh, it couldn't happen to me. You know, it, this can never happen to me or, or my child or my family. And the reality is, this isn't one of those things where it's socioeconomic or it's geographical or anything like that. It is literally every, everywhere. It's going to be in the most affluent and the most poor 
in the most you could pick any gender race it's going to be there you're going to have this problem and you know again having having good guardrails and having regular conversations with your kids is the only way to combat this the program that you have launched take it down describe for us what this is and what it does Sure. So Take It Down um, is actually a very simple program on, on the surface, but is the first of its kind. Um, it's really simple to create a case with Take It Down. So it's for anybody who is under 18 or was under 18 when an illicit image or photo, uh, image, photo, video, you name it, was taken of them. They can go to Take It Down. It takes 40 seconds to create a case. They ask a, get asked a series of questions. They then point the service to uh, that image or video on on their device, and it could be any device. It could be a phone, tablet, computer with a modern browser. They point it to that uh, image or video. It gets hashed, which is a, a nerdy way of saying we take a digital fingerprint of it. That digital fingerprint then gets shared with the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. We're not sharing any personal information. There's none of the child's the name, address, nothing else is taken. It's just that that hash gets shared with us. We then share it with participating uh, um, electronic service providers that agree to take it down. Now at launch here, we've got Facebook, uh, we've got Facebook, we've got Instagram, we've got OnlyFans, uh, we have Ubo, and we have um, MindGeek, which is the parent company of uh, Pornhub. They've all agreed to take it down. And, and then it's up to the ESP, electronic service provider, to uh, review the content and decide if it comes down or not. Now, m many times they're just going to take it at face value and, and remove it, but we are uh, creating a really good feedback loop with them where we don't want it to be used for nefarious purposes, you know, be really used to be like, yeah, I'm I'm under the age of 18, I'm putting up someone's cat photo or um, somebody's, you know, really nice wedding picture who, who I may not be friends with anymore and I want that image taken down. Um, we're, we're making sure we're working with electronic service providers to make sure that, you know, it's illicit content that's harmful that's coming down. And Gavin, this counts for photos that are selfies as well, right? This counts for any, anything. It could be a photo you took, a photo someone else took. It could be a video. Uh, it could be a selfie. It could be, it could be uh, an AI-generated uh, image that has your face associated with this. So if it has your likeness on it and you want it taken down, that's what Take It Down is for. So you have to know how to find it and that it's out there. It's not like you can just say, do a search of my facial features and see if there's anything on me. No, no, you do need to have the source photo or video. Um, if there's been any alteration done to that video or, or photo, you need to have that version as well. We hope that a future version of Take It Down will actually take care of that. So let's say uh, you have a photo and you shared it with someone and they added an emoji to it or they turn it into a meme and they put text over top of it. That's technically a unique image and that would need to be hashed separately. So you do need to be aware that this image is out there. Um, you know, again, we hope that a future release will be able to take care of that. So, you know, you won't need to, and we'll use uh, frankly some AI or, or a photo DNA, which is another tool that's out there at our disposal to be able to tell that, oh, that's the same image. Let's remove that as well. Um, another important thing to mention is, you know, we've talked about, oh, oops, I shared a photo or there's a photo of me out there. How do I get it taken down? The other thing that's really interesting here is um, Take It Down prevents the upload of that image to these services. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll go back to the boyfriend-girlfriend scenario that I shared before. Like, you know, you're 
you're in a romantic relationship with someone, you share that that photo or video with them, um, you guys break up, and then you have reason to believe that, oh, that's not going the way it should be, uh, and you have reason to believe that they may share it or it could end up somewhere, you can preventatively go to take it down, create your case, and that will prevent the upload of your image to these platforms. Gavin, is there any way, um, I know that Take It Down works with these platforms, is there any technology coming down the pipe that could help remove images from that, that have been texted rather than posted on another platform? Nothing that we're aware of. So um, again, this is a, a specific agreement that we have with the electronic service providers to remove it. Uh, the the phone, it's technically it's a personal device at that point, and we don't really have control over that. So it, it really is to prevent the uh, the public aspect right. of it. That's what it's there for. The broadcasting. Exactly. One question I have, especially when we're dealing with images of underage individuals, shouldn't these platforms to some extent be policing that anyway? So the vast majority of the platforms are automatically policing for illicit child sexual abuse material. Uh, the, this group, especially, they they are regular reporters, the cyber tip line. So again, that's that's kind of the after the fact part, which is, again, this is just another step. It's another piece of the arsenal, if you will. What's really unique about Take It Down is preventing the upload of that imagery into into the ecosphere, if you will, in the first place. But yeah, they they are all, I don't want to say searching, but they are on the lookout for illicit material. Um, the way that works, though, is it has to be known material. So they're not they're not going through everyone's you know messages, and that's that's very much a good reason for that, right? <laughs> um, so you know they're not looking unless they have a reason to. So uh, many of them, especially Facebook, who actually help fund take it down, um, they 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 look for signals. So they'll look for this person might be advertising a child for sex, or they might be advertising that imagery. If they have reason to believe that you're a nefarious user, then they're going to take it. They'll probably take a step, you know, another step um, and create a cyber tip line report, which, again, nothing we're talking about here would take it down as a substitute for reaching out to law enforcement or creating a cyber tip line report. This is really it's intended to give a victim or a, a potential victim control over their image, which, you know, if, if you have done any homework on this, I encourage people to look into it. Um, Every time that image is out there, it's a re-victimization of, of that person. And it's incredibly important that they have this ability to take, again, take their take their image back, take their voice back. Um, and that really is what Take It Down is for. I know this is so very new, but so far, what has been the response? Yeah, so we did a soft launch at the end of December where we uh, work specifically with some of these survivor groups that we uh, engage with here regularly at the center. Uh, we also did uh, a little bit of light advertising on social media. And going into the launch this past week, uh, we had over 200 unique caches added. So 200 unique images added to take it down. Uh, after the official launch, after we were sure everything was working the way we wanted, we had over 1,000 within a week. So so the the public is reacting. Um, they, are, they are absolutely using it and, and using it well. What do you think this will do? for victims of this or kids who have made a mistake and they, they want to hope to pull some of it back. Yeah. I think the, the biggest thing that take it down does is it re-empowers uh, these people, it re-empowers victims, re-empowers possible victims. It empowers people to really take control 
Um, and when you, you work with people that have gone through this, that have been victims of child sexual abuse material, the ability to give them that back is monumental. Um, and, you know, if we, if we do it for one kid, I mean, that's amazing, but, you know, seeing the, seeing the results that we've had already, I think we're making a difference in a lot of people's lives. The other thing that's just really, really incredible about it is just the impact it has on, uh, even a community. When you look at the fact that some of these children that have been in these dire situations, they don't feel like they have a way out. Um, you know, I mentioned suicide, you know, we're seeing kids commit suicide. The fact that this hopefully will encourage a child to know that that is not that is not an option here <laughs> um you know there there's a way to take care of this and there are people here who can help you and that that really is our overall message is you know take it down as a tool it's part of the arsenal but you know i think the bigger message is that you know we're here there are uh, there are adults in your life that are here to help you. you there is a network of people that are um prepared to take on, you know, the badness in the world on your behalf. Gavin, what are some of the platforms that Take It Down is really aiming to add to their list? Uh, I unfortunately can't can't mention them, um, but if you go to our cyber tip line, you can see uh, a list of all the companies that currently report. I'll tell you every single one of them is a target for us. We'd very much like them all to sign up for the Take It Down hash list. It is a completely voluntary initiative and it's not lost on us that it is a lift for the electronic service providers. That said, we don't want to give them too much of an out. They created these environments. You know, it's it it is right of them to, you know, police them. Uh, we're very appreciative of the five who signed on out of the gate. I'll tell you the um the common questions we get are some of the other uh, companies that are in the news regularly right now, and they are all very interested in signing on for Take It Down. You know, I mentioned Take It Down as being a tool. Um, it is not a silver bullet at all. And, and I mentioned it briefly, but prevention really is the absolute best medicine here. Um, you know, we hear often that it's difficult to have these conversations with kids. It's difficult to uh, find the time. And, you know, we cannot stress it enough. Um, you know, some of these kids don't have parents, but they do have adults in their lives. Um, they do have trusted adults in their lives. We have free resources at nickmick.org uh, available for, for people. And again, it's they're all geared towards uh, specific, specific age groups. So the way we're gonna ask you to talk to uh, teenagers in the same way you might talk to a grade schooler. So they're all age appropriate and they're not cheesy at all. They're they're very specific to the right audience and we cannot encourage that enough. We hope that they don't need take it down. I mean, that's that really is the goal to have it be something that's not needed. Um, it, it's a fail safe, not a, not a, you know, it's not a first line of defense. That's Gavin Portnoy of the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children talking about Take It Down. For links to the center and the program, return to this podcast page or go to missingkids.org. What the Media is produced by Odyssey St. Louis from the studios of KMOX Radio. I'm Megan Lynch with Julie Smith. Our executive producer is Beth Coglin. We invite you to visit KMOX.com for more on our Media Literacy Project. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 